Hey everybody, welcome back. It is the Fancy Airbnb. My name is Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Glauser. And today with us we have a very, very special guest. Um, long time coming. The man, the myth, the legend. You guys know him as the Fancy Airbnb Geek. Welcome, George. George Haas. Thank you, guys. It's an absolute pleasure to be joining you today. It's been a long time coming and, uh, yeah, delighted to be a part of it. Well, you've been great at supporting us uh, all the way through. So, uh, we, you know, we appreciate all the work you've done to, to bump us up and, and uh, give us a wider audience. So uh, yeah. it only well, makes sense to have you on. Yeah, absolutely. And look, we're, we're all here to sort of spread the good word of fantasy rugby. So, uh, <laughs> you know, anybody else who's fighting the good fight alongside me, you know, they're, they're good friends of mine. So, um, you know, let's continue spreading the word. Yeah. Be, be, be nice to each other, right? Exactly. Uh, be yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, I was telling George earlier, Ben, um, did you uh, have a little light flickering earlier by uh, thunderstorm or anything no, like that? Oh, no, I not did. too much. We're, we're pretty strong over here. Generally I, don't lose power, but yeah, it was bad. Yeah, I did. Um, those things sounded like they were right on top. Yeah. Yeah, if you've never been in a thunder and lightning storm, um, we just had a doozy, so it's, yeah. not, it's not fun. Um, let's drink some beer. Yes. Let's open. Don't have to ask me. Never ever. I know that. Obviously, make sure that you find us on your favorite podcast app. Um, review us, rate us, whatever. You can give us a one star. We don't care. We're not begging for five stars by any means, but we just want to know what you guys think, as always. Uh, what are you guys drinking? Uh, I have a fairly light one, um, pale ale from our uh, local brewery, Night Shift. Nice. Ben, you still sporting Jack's Abbey? Yes, yeah, you are. Still, yep. Out of baby. Anything local over there, George? Yeah, actually, I'm drinking a bison beer, Seaside American Pale Ale. It was um, a couple of old guys who I used to work with in sports tech. They basically quit their jobs three years ago to set up a beer shop down in Brighton. Okay. They're, they're doing amazingly well. Like they've, they've set up a bar, set up a pub since, and they've got about four or five beers now. It's really good stuff as well. So uh, awesome. shout out to buy some beer. Nice. Yeah, I love it. Awesome. Yeah, local stuff. We support the local stuff around here as best yep. we can. Um, although Ben ran out of his jacks, his, um, free jack sale. I did. <laughs> well, it, well. Was, it was rather expensive to get the, from the first place. So, uh, Well, in the method you got it, yes. True, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you buy just a six-pack of it, it won't be that expensive. You don't. Ray, the problem is you can't right now. So, Are there none over there? No. At that, uh, at the one by you? No? No. I don't, I don't know how much. I don't even know if they're still brewing it, to be perfectly honest, at this point. Yeah, I think it was yeah edition. maybe it was supposed to be a, a season thing, which... I think the season would be just about over probably this yeah. week, I think was supposed to be the final. Sadness. Yeah, sad. Super sad. Um, yeah. Um, so obviously we have George that we always thank, and we also want to thank um, TRM, uh, the rugby magazine. They are awesome dudes. Um, Ed and company here do a really good job with their fantasy game. And uh, Ben and I have been fans of theirs basically since the word go. And we started doing this a couple of years ago. So uh, yeah, definitely shout out to them and for the way that uh, they treat us for sure. Um, make sure you check them out when shit kicks back up. Um, yeah, and you know we'll always emphasize the Black Lives Matter movement on this show. Um, there probably won't be a time where we don't at this point. Yeah, um, at this point, basically, yeah. Basically until, basically until things change, which may not be in our lifetimes, but um, with a little bit of luck, hopefully it does. Um, but yeah, uh, we are definitely in support of equality for everybody. Hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Um, now that that's over, let's get to the player movement. Um, uh, the saddest news of all, 
Brad Barrett's leaving the Saracens at the end of this season. It was coming. Yeah, you knew. I mean, everything ends, but but not like we were looking forward to this one. No, definitely no. not. I mean, it's it's good that he's seeing it out to the end of the season. At least you mm. know you will get to see him play again. You sure, know. there are others who aren't so lucky. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, you know we've they've lost, they've lost, Lowe, Yeah, think, was it who uh, basically had to walk away? And yeah, he's done. He didn't go to the. He, I, I think he was just like, I've hit the point. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. He's he's walking away, which really sucks. Um, and it looks like uh, Jamie Gibson might be kind of on the edge of calling his a, his a day. Yeah. You know, um, that's really unfortunate. I I really like Jamie Gibson since I certainly since I really got deep into the Premiership. That is a big Definitely. big boy. Um, big boy, big tackler. Like you always used to rack up the tackle stats. Yeah. So it uh, looks like he's he's at least moving on from Northampton. Um, yeah. Might might just be done. TBD. But, yeah, it kind of uh, sounds like that because it doesn't seem like Northampton were the the catalyst of, for that. It seems no. like that he just said, "Hey, I'm I'm leaving." Well, it's interesting uh, that you know neither of these announcements you haven't actually seen that they are retiring. Mm-hmm. So you know maybe a trip out to Japan or even to MLR could be could be an option. Oh, maybe uh, we can get Barrett over here and say, yeah, get, Barrett, get Barrett to New England. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Start that campaign right now. No, I'm sure. I'm sure he is ready to settle in with the family and uh, just and not, and not have to be running all over the universe um, for a long time now. Um, but hopefully, we can send him out on top with the Champions Cup, which those fixtures have at least the weekend's been announced, and it's the weekend of my birthday. So let's go, Saracens. Nice. <laughs> let's go, Saracens. <laughs> um, yeah, Nick Tompkins is going on loan over to Dragons. Uh, hopefully he can help them because they've struggled mightily in the last yeah. last couple seasons, despite <laughs> some really good talent on that team. Yeah, to me, the, actually, the surprise there is uh, that it's not permanent. Um, I agree. Because you'd think he'd need to maintain his contract there now to, to stay with uh, Wales internationally. Yeah. Um, I don't know, yeah, if I I don't know what Wayne Pivak's rules are. That might be what it is. Possibly. I mean, I, I was under the impression that, you know, that the Welsh regions would be looking to hold on to the internationals. But, um, you know, who knows? Under, under Pivot, it might be um, a different world altogether. But, you know, Ben, I was with you. I, I was expecting it to be a permanent deal. When I saw the headline, I thought, well, yeah, that makes sense. You know, right. Sense. Yeah. Well, yeah, so maybe, he will, maybe he'll make it permanent after a loan. Maybe they'll decide to buy him anyway. You know, yeah. That, that's definitely an option on the, on the table, I think. Um, and then... I, do, I think this happened last week and we skipped over it and how, shame on Ben and I. Will Hooley, the Saracens, man, I just be, yeah. <laughs> I just became an even bigger Saracens fan. Yeah, right. uh, yes. no, that, was, that was like almost immediate. I think it was like the morning after we we taped. Okay, so that, that might be true. It was not announced until after our, our show last week. Yeah, uh, yeah that's a, another, another American connection to, to Saracens. Yeah. Uh, makes it real easy for, as Americans to root for them, seeing as they, they seem to collect them. Yeah, they always have it's a be, token. It's going to be fascinating to see the makeup of their squad next season. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm still waiting for the other shoe to drop on something for Owen Farrell. Yeah, <laughs> everything I'm seeing is saying that that a lot of these guys are just sticking with the club, yeah. whether that's teams don't want to sign him for just a year or take him <laughs> as a loan, uh, or I don't know what it is, but or just general loyalty. The hell mm. is that? In sports, I'm what is that? Yeah. <laughs> I guess, Who knew? Yeah, I guess like Farrell wouldn't want to leave England just for at risk of his international. Although they they would mm. make a 
difference for that. And then if Farrell is moving on loan somewhere, I assume his salary would go into the salary cap of another team. So I guess the big earners <laughs> at Sarri's probably don't want to go anywhere. And they mm. probably, the other clubs probably don't want him because they probably can't afford them in, in yeah, the budget. Possibly. Yeah, that's a possibility for sure. Um, and I'm not going to skip over the, the last one I have here, but Courtney Laws looks like he's leaving Northampton. Um, oh. Rumor not confirmed, just a rumor. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, it sounds like he might be calling over to France. Maybe he's calling. Yeah, it's a, calling a good. Bessier. That, that who, baffles me. Who all of a sudden have loads and loads of cash, apparently. Mm, yeah, who knew? I don't know about that one, man. That's, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a move that I will say this. That's a move you may make to end your career. So. Maybe that's exactly why. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. But then we're also seeing, uh, I saw rumors about uh, Ibatoye leaving Quinn's yeah, for a similar destination over in France. I'm not sure exactly where. But that, yeah, that broke at the end of last week, and they were talking about this could happen today. And I, pers- I'm actually a Quinn's fan myself, so... Um, <laughs> Condolences. <laughs> to see him, Sorry to say, lads, I am a Quinn's fan. <laughs> <laughs> we all hold it against you. <laughs> but you yeah, always I, have that I, Exeter match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always, always. That, uh, that penalty uh, tried to end it. I was. Yeah. <laughs> there aren't, aren't too many times where I'm going to cheer like that for the Quins. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was definitely shouting up and down for them. I was, I was I not sad that the Exeter, <laughs> the Exeter lost that game by any means whatsoever. <laughs> oh man, yeah. We'll see. You. But, yeah. Toya, that's weird. That is and weird because he's young. About- He's, yeah. he's a talent, and they've got quite. They've got Chris Ashton, who's probably going to mm-hmm. cost Quinns a bit. He's old. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, why would you want to keep hold of him when you've got a talent like Ibatoy coming through? Yeah, yeah I think uh, to me, I'm not a huge Ibatoy fan, only because I, I don't see his game as as very well rounded. Um, no, it's not excellent in attack, but you you ask him to to take contact either in attack yeah. or defense, and that's yeah, not his thing. Doesn't he'll, happen. He'll, He'd rather do something stupid than, than take that contact. And that, to me, I, I'd like to see that developed. Uh, I don't think France is the place to do that, though. So I, it's, it's a, an odd, odd move on his part for, for they my keep on, standpoint. They, keep, they, they showed that run he made it against Claremont over and over again on mm-hmm. social, which was an amazing run. But sure. as a Quinns game, I have very bad memories of that game, particularly <laughs> Peter Ethan ripping into France. Uh-huh throughout the game so um you know he's going to need to toughen up if he's going to yeah. last in france i think yeah 100 percent. that's that's and, uh not good man and then there's the the questions around lester right now uh, yeah the, like that i saw something like a third of their top side or something like that might may cancel their contract yeah or, uh, including the, you know, some... their internationals yeah big names Big, big names. names. They they could be clearing out that brutal front row of theirs. Yeah, that is a that is not my favorite front row by any means. <laughs> I like Cole, and that's about it. Yeah. Everything yeah. after that, forget it. I could I could leave it for sure. I <laughs> there there are a lot of front rows I'd trade for that one, including some backup front rows. Yeah. Speaking you know. of Leicester, did you see another player they signed last week? One for the commentators, Harry Potter. Yes, oh, I yes, did see that. of course. I did see oh, that from yeah. Australia, yeah, yeah, because yeah. we were talking. We talked about it. we uh, we pointed him out on our um, our Super Rugby draft, and I was just like, "Is this real or is this?" Yeah. Story this? <laughs> no, it's and real. Of course, yeah, of course, he has to come to England, and, and yeah. now we get all. Sorry, that, dude. So. <laughs> <laughs> you got the short end of the stick on that one. Blame your parents. <laughs> yeah, at this point, 
I mean, you gotta, you know, you, you do the math. How, how old is he? He's, you know, like, yeah, exactly. they, they had to have known, like that had to be yeah, intentional. Sure. That was definitely intent. Like that had to be intentional. If you didn't know at that point, well, you're not paying attention by anything whatsoever. It's just so insane it's- to me to think that that, that series started. I think I, I was either graduating high school or, or yeah, starting college. Not- it was somewhere around that, that time frame. And it's like, <laughs> wait, somebody was actually named after that character, essentially, who is, and now they're professional athlete now. Like, oh, all right. <laughs> Fuck my life. When did I get old? <laughs> <laughs> when you turned 40, man. <laughs> yeah. oh, Don't joke about that. I've got that in a couple of months' time. Uh, I'm, I'm... It's not as bad as it sounds. <laughs> it's worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean, listen, I pour it on because I am the oldest of my group that uh, I, w- I grew up with. And I, that's by a year compared to, like to the last one. There's five of us. First to last is all. There's barely, there's barely a year. So like I just so when I find somebody else older, I just <laughs> yeah, fucking just chuck it all on them. <laughs> yeah, that's just now how it I goes, wait man. to see why we became friends. I get yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> you're the old. You're the older guy now. <laughs> you're, I'm not the old guy anymore. <laughs> uh, shit. Oh man. Okay. So speaking of shit, um, what a shitty situation this turned into. George Givington and Gloucester and London Irish and yeah. this saga that has been going on. What in the actual ook happened here? Anybody like? It seems I, like there's a lot of communication errors. Number one. Yeah. It just looks bad for the premiership overall, mm-hmm. and it's another it's another unforced error for the league. Um how do you not have these things defined like you know it should be a very clear-cut straightforward process is to hire a coach and and it doesn't seem like that like those structures are in place that's it's a long line in a comedy of errors coming out the premiership at the moment and it's um, mm-hmm. now it's interesting that it's gloucester who are in trouble here yeah Rohan, uh, Rohan Yancey van Rensburg, mm-hmm. they were on the other side of the coin. So it's just a mess. It's an absolute shambles throughout. Yeah. It's, I mean, I know over here, they literally have something called the tampering period for some, for sports. <laughs> like, and so I think, I think if anything, and I don't want premiership to copy American sports that much, trust me. Uh, there's a reason I watch that and enjoy watching that more than I do some of the American sports. But that is some, that is a page they can probably take out and be like, all right, here's your point where you can start talking to people that are on our squad, on our team, on our staff. Right. Done. And like sport like uh, NFL, a league like the NFL has clear cut rules as to who, who you can and cannot hire. So mm-hmm. it's like if, if I wanted to go for an, an, a, like a coordinator level uh, coach to be my head coach, you can just do it or even a lower level coach. You can't sign somebody's head coach directly, but you know, unless their, their contract's up. But how is that not similar? Like how is there not a, a similar protocol to say, yeah, your DOR and your head coach, and, and if you want to protect certain uh, levels on the coaching staff, you can, but below that it should be, let's get these guys promoted. Like they, mm-hmm. people should get that opportunity. You shouldn't take that away. Um, it, it's just shocking to me that 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 there's no you know that this became a dispute at all like this this shouldn't never have gotten this far um without there being some clear-cut ruling on it mm-hmm. yeah it's oh. a it's a weird it's a it's it, this is one this is one of the things where the we have to remember that 
professional rugby is still, you know, a baby. Not not yeah. so much, but it's still uh-huh. young. They still have some really dumb things that they don't think about until shit like this comes up. And then they think about it. Unfortunately, right. it takes these types of stupid mistakes for them to be like, we need to fix this. Hold on. And there's probably been some cases in, you know, the not too distant past where they've got away with situations like this. And it's, it's only now when they're under more scrutiny and they've got mm. the venture capital money coming in, all mm. of a sudden they realize you, you can't get away with this anymore. Mm. And social media helps with that too. Cause you know, like, Hey, we announced a new coach and the other team can be like, uh, you did wait, what? <laughs> like, I don't know about that. And it's all very public rather than, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, Small you know, again, well, there's, there was Facebook 15 years ago, but it wasn't quite the same definitely exactly. Not. So, definitely like, not. <laughs> it, you know, if they had announced, you know, if, if this had happened again 15, 20 years ago, it would have been maybe an article in the paper after a yeah. couple of weeks of investigation. And now, instead, we get to see it play out live in real in real time with the team sniping at each other. Oh, good game. lord, <laughs> that could not like that was just that was just. Petty high school crap right there. It was so funny. <laughs> Classic, like, pass- <laughs> passive aggressive. <Yeah>. Super. <laughs> Very British. <laughs> I believe you have erred. Oh, I believe you have erred. Oh, no. <laughs> Look at these. It's like a freaking bar brawl over here. Uh, is that a, is that what, that's not what it takes to bend to a bar, be in a bar brawl. I've seen it. That's not it. It's definitely a little bit more, more up to it than that, but damn. Yes. All right. We've gotten, we've gotten to the bottom of it now. It's a bar brawl. Yeah. Just send like, I don't know, just send like Franco Mustard and Adam Coleman and then, or uh, no, uh, Tuisui. There you go. Send the two of them into a bar and just whichever one comes <laughs> out, have them hash it out. They win. I'm done. Settle, settle it with a boat race. <laughs> oh yes. Done. There we go. Perfect. That's the way to an end, end an argument. Definitely. Yeah, that'll do it right there. <laughs> end. All right. <laughs> Shit. All right. Speaking of coaches, um, let's talk about a little bit about um, Dave Rennie's dilemma. Um, we talked a little bit about last week, but we can get into it a little bit this week, uh, a little bit more with rugby Oz coming up. Um, yeah, the ghetto rule. He wants to scrap. He's in a rock and a, between a rock and a hard place. He wants to get, scrap the ghetto rule, but he knows it's going to kill uh, Australia's Super Rugby. So he's really caught between. And it's like, yeah. what is the right solution here at this point for these guys? What? Okay, I guess I'm confused about the the what exactly it means to kill Australia's Super Rugby. Well, <laughs> more <laughs> more than uh, it has been, which is right. a lot of good. What are we talking about, about here? Um, yeah, I. I yeah, you have to balance between having a competitive league and having a competitive uh, international side. And, and do they want to at least have one? Yeah. And yeah. what's more important to them? Right. I mean, personally, I would go – I mean, you're, you're still going to – like, the rugby will still be good. It won't be – it might not be great. I, I'm, a, I'm not a big believer in, you know, individual players make – a team, especially as it relates to a, a club, you know, you, you, if you have one, just, you know, if you, even if you have just three, you know, internationals on, mm-hmm. on your club, say you're, you know, you're the Waratahs and you lose one of them, that shouldn't kill your club. You should be able to backfill. Yes, it won't be as good, but you can still feel the competitive side and maybe get that other person, that new players, more experience. And who knows, maybe that, you know, 
five years down the line, there's your international. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm not, I don't think that w- it's going to hurt them so much, but I mean, how much better would they have done in the world cup if they had Will Skelton on the team? You know, yeah. I, and that's just to name one, like that's one, that's one of a few. I'm sure they wish they had had right, uh, yeah. access to on that one. And that, you know, their star player at the world cup, Samu Karevi, who was just an absolute monster. You mm-hmm. know, he, he's, gone off to, to follow the, the money in Japan and okay. um, you know and I'm sure he's not coming back exactly. he would be, be a great great person to have in that team but you know that there is a lot of young talent coming through I've, one, I've been quite impressed with the Australian super rugby teams to a certain extent you know a lot of the, um, you know, the guys at the Reds the Rebels the Brumbies obviously have been yeah the Brumbies have been there for a while yeah stuff, but you know, it, it seems to be the younger players that are actually coming through now. So this this could be a good conveyor belt for talent. And to be honest, the the club game in Australia is a disaster at the moment. Anyways, if you look at the the the, the numbers of crowd people in the crowds, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's that the the bar is quite low at the moment. So yeah. you know, if there was a few other players to go, I'm not sure it would hurt it that yeah. badly. Yeah, they have they have quite the conundrum that they're fighting with, and I think I heard Horwell talk about it. Um, about a year ago on a, on a podcast um they have aussie rules they have nrl and then they have union and they're competing you know they're competing for a limited talent pool um and trying you know and they're trying to compare themselves to the all blacks and you know the now defending world cup champions uh spring box and it's really tough it's not like here in america where we have nfl football and we're trying to compete with you know anybody of that level we're just trying to exist at this point you know, so for them, it's a whole different ball of wax. Yeah. Yeah, league is absolutely huge over there. I've, mm-hmm. I've got a few Aussie mates um, in London, and it always surprises me just how big league is and how actually union, they're, they're, they love, Aussies generally love sport, regardless of what mm-hmm. it is. But, you know, you can see their love for rugby league is, is absolutely real, whilst union, they're kind of, Man. you know, watch what fits on, but, yeah. yeah. I worked with uh, closely with, with um, an Australian company uh, a couple of years ago. And uh, when I first started with, you know, on the, on the project we were working on um, and I talked about rugby there, yeah, they would bring up league and it was in Melbourne. Um, this yeah. was back before the rebels. So um, they were like, yeah, rugby is not really, you know, union's not, not big here. You know, you got to go up North for that. Um, of course, by the time the project my time on the project was over. They were, yeah, the rebels that were a thing and they were starting to, to get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was, it's, you got to have it in those, the big metropolitan areas, which is why I think it's great that, that the rebels exist now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they're, they're building that up, but it's, it's going to take time and effort um, to, to really penetrate that market. Cause that so, Melbourne's yeah. a huge league and AFL city, yeah. Yeah, huge yeah, yeah. AFL yeah, city. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So it, it is, it's hard to break through that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Dave Bernie's got a hell of a task. I don't envy him whatsoever. Um, I, I, do believe he, he, I do believe he might be a little bit better of a coach than Cheka. Not to say that Cheka was terrible, but I think, I think Cheka was, was past his sell-by date by the time the end of this last World Cup came. So I'm not knocking on him. He's a very good coach. I think that's, he's made that very obvious. He did get to a, a final before. Um, again, but I think he's just past the sell-by date. So yeah. Rennie was gonna is gonna bring some new enthusiasm, some new energy, but that only yeah. goes so far. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, hell yeah. 
Um, <laughs> hey, we get to talk about fantasy rugby a little bit. Um, draft rugby's trying to do something with this seven-week gap where we have some overlap here. Um, it's kind of it, – I mean, they're – let's be real. Their site's not top-notch. Um, their site's not super top-notch, but, hey, it's something. Yeah, it's – some fantasy sports to, to, to pass the time. Um, <laughs> and, and so that's going to be a combination of Australia and Aotearoa, or mm. is that, is it yep. just one of the yeah, two? Cause the combination, I think that's yeah. going to be, cause the, it's, it's the, the law changes for, for super rugby Australia alone um, are going to change how they play. So I'm interested to see how that affects scoring and, and um mm-hmm. You know, would you rather have an Australia player because they, they maybe they, they gain a little bit more points if the defense opens up with the the fifty twenty two and twenty two fifty rules? So mm-hmm. maybe there may be more meters gained. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Let's see. I mean, I'm quite. I, I was looking at the squads earlier on, and I was looking at the Western Force to see if I knew much about who they had in their side, if they had any of the old Force legends, and. Um, they, I get the feeling that they're going to be smashed quite a lot. <laughs> I can yeah. see some big scores going against them. So, you know, if you, if you do bring your uh, Australia players in, at least you'll, you'll probably get a few decent scores if you're up mm-hmm. against the force. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, yeah. yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yes. Um, yeah. No, we've, yeah. So I'm drafting with a few guys on Wednesday night, and mm-hmm. it, it seems like draft rugby is very much in beta. Um, mm-hmm. So I think, you know, it's a good opportunity for them. They can roll it out for next year's Super Rugby. This can be a bit of a test run for them. But they don't have a sort of draft centre. So you need to do all your drafts offline on a spreadsheet with your mates. Build a spreadsheet out. Give it to the draft rugby guys. They'll upload it. Um, I think it's going to be a bit of a learning experience. But fair mm-hmm. play to the guys. They, I know that they've been battling on this for about two or three years. Yeah. Um, and you know they're really nice guys, and um, you know they're they're doing this with a passion for rugby. So you know I'm just happy to support mm-hmm. them. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. clear that they have a passion for it. That that much, you know, they 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 love what they're doing. It's it's all it's, um, yeah, they're 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 working as hard as they can on it, and that's it's appreciated. So let's yeah. put it that way. Like yeah, we yeah. we you know we we get frustrated with the site every so often, but it's. You know, we, we, Jared and I, of all people, would understand, yeah, we're, we're, we're developing something. You know, it's not, yeah. it, it's not going to be perfect. To, you know, they don't have the resources of an ESPN no. um, to, to just put together a, a fantasy site and have it just hum like that. So, never. Um, you know, we, we, we encourage them and, and uh, we, you know, we want to be a part of it. Um, we're just hoping that we, they can make it, continue to make it better. Mm-hmm. Um, and and some of us back you know started our, our fantasy existence <laughs> not not dissimilar from uh from this right here right we, were just we, discussing. Uh, we did our our drafts in a basement and we uh, we compiled our points using the um newspaper box scores the next yeah. day because that's all you could do this we predated the internet my, my fantasy experience mm. so <laughs> wow. you know yes <laughs> <laughs> well i, I remember <laughs> I remember playing fantasy football in the UK when it started out and you had to call them up and type in the, like, the code of all the players you want. So they'd make loads of money by us just basically phoning oh, in. Wow. <laughs> wow. And then you get the scores in the newspaper the week after and that, that was it. Wow. We just had one guy who was the, the league commissioner 
who had to keep track of all the trans every transaction had to go through him everything had to so like you know there was a i think it was like a there was a whatever the entry fee was plus like five dollars or maybe ten that went to him for his efforts for, for, the for his for his conveni- inconvenience yeah yeah <laughs> yeah totally man so we'll see i mean it's i appreciate that we have some some uh some fancy rugby to talk about i appreciate that they're cobbling something together out of nothing and putting yeah. effort into it. So yeah, like you said, it's they definitely have a pa- You can't do this if you don't right. have a passion yeah. for it. You can't put, try and put together a fancy website, uh, rugby website from nothing if you don't have a passion for it. So and yeah. the good news is, when you're the only game in town, there really can't be any complaints at all. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Uh, I, I totally agree. All right. Um. So we did touch on the Super Rugby Oz. Let's talk about a little bit about a few of the teams. Um. I will say that uh, Ben and I will be quietly uh, Western Force fans because our boy Marcel Brachy is going to be rocking uh, himself through through their squad. I'm sure he's going to be getting plenty of playing time because he's one of the wily old veterans in, in a team full of very young young players. So we'll see how that goes. Him and Thrush. Thrush is saying that yeah, we might surprise so a few Thrush teams there. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I mean, I'm, as a Hurricanes fan, I'm definitely um, – I'm a little partial to Jeremy. He actually played many, many, many games for them. Um, was a decent player and even got himself a handful of All Blacks caps. But uh, I'm not sure if he's going to quite have <laughs> what it, it takes to difference. bring these guys. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. That's, uh, yeah, that's a lot. That's asking a lot. John Lance is there. Um, that's a bit of a boost. So they at least have yeah, a, a quality 10 to call on and somebody that can also play fullback in a pinch. So that helps. But I just don't know how this team doesn't get whooped every other game. You know, Stop it. it's too bad. I mean, I'm glad to see the force back. This was that was one of the biggest dumb moves that the that Super Rugby made was getting rid of them. Like Western Rugby in, in Australia is dead now because they don't have these guys in the, in the exactly. And that's what we were talking about earlier. They need to protect these rugby hotbeds. Oh. That out in Perth, Rugby Union is huge. So it was just crazy right. decision. Yeah, no, that was really dumb. I don't know. And and really, that comes down to Rugby Oz for not. Uh, emphasizing to Sanzar what a, what a problem that would be for them. Yeah. I think at least. Well, Sanzar are known for making real smart decisions about which teams <laughs> they allow in and out of their competition. So. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. Like what the hell the Kings were doing in there to begin with. They were terrible for every year they were in there. Good Lord. You know, now, now they're pro 14's problem, but that's a different story for a different day. Um, so I would say that, you know, it, it, I have to say the most frustrating team, in Australia has to be the Reds for sure. And I know some people will say the Rebels because they have a habit of uh, screwing up games that they should win. But, man, the Reds are just – they have so much talent. Brad Thorne's a quality coach, and somehow they still find a way to screw it up, and I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, that's the thing. You don't know which Reds team is – like, that's the difference. Like, Rebels, you'll be like, oh, they, they should win this game because they're good enough. And and they don't. With the Reds, it's like, oh – they'll get blown out this week and then they win by 20 and then, Oh, they should have this game in hand and they lose. And it's, so you don't know, you never get a feel for what level they're at. They're the France of super rugby. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's a good, that's a good way to put it. That's a good way. That's a very good way to put it. Yeah. Never know. Usually which talented, show but yeah, you just don't know. You don't know which one's going to turn up. No. Yeah. So they, and you know, I love James O'Connor at 10. I think that switch was, uh, yeah. as, was an awesome idea. Um, it seems to have worked out fairly well for them. Uh, Haggerty's a beast, as he usually is. You know, they lost a couple of guys because of contract issues and 
and whatnot, which is definitely going to hurt them in this competition. But um, even still, just the team itself, I, I, I look at it and I'm like, that is a, that is a great team that's going to that always underachieves always underachieves it's really frustrating if i was a reds fan i'd fucking be losing my mind yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. but they <laughs> That's got for sure. they got um felipe dalgunu could be yeah. back as well and he's he's an immense Ooh, time that'll be great that'd good be see him. really good, good, good for them yeah solid fancy start there <laughs> yeah um, tani tupu tongan thor in the front row as well mm-hmm. will be um, a nice little pickup yeah, he was he he's always good. I don't understand. Uh, he do, he never does anything great great, but he just always puts points on the board. I'm like, how is this possible? <laughs> he just carries. He's able to get so many extra yards and yards after contact as well. Inertia like from from a prop perspective, he's um, yeah. He's really good mm-hmm. Yeah, I like him. Um, yeah, and then well, we mentioned the Rebels. Let's go to the Rebels. I, they they are definitely always one of my favorite teams to cheer for because they definitely play some quality stuff. They play some very entertaining stuff, but again, they don't always put, put it together and, and do what they're supposed to. Um, Tamua running 10 is definitely a, a great thing for them. Um, why the hell he didn't start more games at the world cup. I have no idea, but you know, I wasn't Michael Checker. So, you know, <laughs> we see Andrew Kellaway was on fire last season. Well, the first half of the super rugby season, mm-hmm. We could see if he can keep that up because I think he was on seven tries or so. Something and, like um, that. He was at a, he had I, a good rate. I picked him up like on the on the free agency. I think week one or two, and uh, he's just been points machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had as well. Stupid. <laughs> Damn COVID. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, I've I've they've got. Um, Jordan Ulysses is, uh, is coming back. He sounds like he's healthy and finally not so freaking beat up that he's going to miss every other game. So that's the upside for them. Um, let's talk about the favorites probably in this competition, the Brumbies. Man, uh, I mean, Sands, Lely, Afano, no problem. You know, they, they kept on ticking. They beat your guys there, Ben, earlier yeah, on this year. Um, so that was uh, – Which is, yeah, disappointing. But, again, they handle the, the Chiefs are like that within uh, – New Zealand, the same thing at that, you know, the Mercurial, will they show up, will they not show up? So mm-hmm. that was one of those they didn't. No, they did not. No, they did not. Um, and obviously, um, Fyinga. Yeah. Monster. But that, Which, that Brumby's driving mole is just such a weapon. Monster. You know, it, it, in fact, it doesn't matter which hooker they got playing. Mm-mm. They are going to get... Those uh, those driving wall points. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Grab yeah. grab grab whatever Brumby's hooker might be out there. Yeah. So if you got yeah, uh, if you miss Fyinga, grab their backup. You never know. Yeah, because you're gonna he'll he'll get on the field and uh, you know that a late try is earns you the same amount of points as an early try. Yeah, exactly. Facts, 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 facts. Um, yeah, we'll see if Dan McKellar gets these guys. Um, I mean, they'll. <laughs> I think they'll. I think they'll win this competition. Other than the favorite, but I don't. And I don't see how they how they screw it up that badly. Um, so we'll see how that goes. And then the, the Waratahs, um, you know, it's, it's, they have Michael Hooper, but do they have anything else? Yeah. Well, they got that, that young winger whose name. Oh, Ben, yeah. ben almost became an expert at this. <laughs> they call him Marky Mark. Mark. Yeah, yeah, oh. exactly. I, I haven't said it in weeks, but now, <laughs> now kind of tell us. Something, yeah, like, something that. like that. Uh, yeah. Um, they called him Marky Mark cause nobody wants Marky to Mark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, and that's it. I mean, I don't, I didn't see a whole lot of good coming from their 10 position. Um, and that the, was obviously. 
the young fly half Will Harrison showed some some good moments, mm-hmm. um, and he seems to be a sort of a running fly half. So he might be a, a decent pickup if you if you don't pick up a fly half early and you're sort of scraping the barrel a bit. He could mm-hmm. be a decent punt. Yeah, that's that's pro- that's a, that actually might be a good point. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah, um, what? No, no, currently Beal now. Nope. Um, no, he's gone. Lost, he's gone to France. Didn't they lose someone else too? Um, I don't know. Did they? I can't remember. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I didn't hear anything. I haven't heard anything much, at least. Yeah, uh, I'm just with since, all the since glut Beale. of uh, right. Well, yeah, just all the glut of Australia players that that have kind of left yeah. right at at the right at this restart. The, the timing was odd to me. Um, mm-hmm. Here, currently, Beal is leaving like two weeks before the competition starts. That's uh, kind of a kick in the pants. Yeah. I mean, we clearly know where his, his brain is at this point. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not on his club rugby. It's not on, you know, Australia. It's, right. it's on Curtly Beal. Yeah. And good for yeah. him. He's earned it. <laughs> uh, and that's how it goes. But just how is it going to, yeah. I just wonder how that's going to affect just for continuity alone, the, the, the Taz. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that 15 jersey might be cursed on that team. I'm just going to say yeah. that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I guess Carmichael Hunt's probably going to slip into. Uh, he might. He's not a bad. He's not a bad option. I, I will say that he was. Yeah. He was always. You know, the the floor on him was always good. Yeah. I will say that. So there, there's that option too. So yeah. Um. So Brumby's for the wind force for the wooden spoon probably. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see how it's like, different. Well, yeah. I don't I think, see how yeah, it's different. The, yeah, Taz are going to. Won't, they won't finish last. Good for that. <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the Rebels challenge. Who knows? Um, yeah. If they pull themselves together. All right. Let's get to the actual rugby that happened this past weekend. That was, that was a lot better, a lot better than the last couple of weeks. Uh, yeah. Certainly in terms of pens. Yeah. Not many penalties at all compared nope. to, to how oh. it was left the last couple of weeks. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. yeah. That Crusaders game the week before. Last the twenty-seven penalties or something crazy in that. Yeah, it was a lot of penalties in the Hurricane Hurricanes Crusaders game. Yeah, so uh, let's go to uh, Blues and Highlanders. Uh, well, I saw somebody say that Barrett's be is very pedestrian, and I guess that's kind of a fair assessment, but I'm not sure that's accurate because you don't know what he's doing in that locker room either. So that's definitely something that you need to factor in. And also, like you have to worry about Bowden Barrett. Like that takes so much attention away from other guys like Caleb Clark. And Mark Talia and, you know, yeah, you get Yuani, who you always have to pay attention to. But, you know, Ontario Black's just been flying under the radar and doing everything right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's, I don't think that's a fair assessment. No, I mean, to me, Barrett's been like, excellent at getting his guys in the right position and, like, putting setting them up for good yeah. runs. That's why, I mean, I think that's why Caleb Clark is on fire right now because oh, he's, he's, getting, he's getting a lot of space afforded to him because Barrett gets that ball – and now they have to worry about him attacking and and distributing, mm-hmm. and that's what's opening up the space certainly uh, out wide for Clark. Yeah, um, and I mean playing playing with a heavy heart too this past weekend. Yeah, you know, death in the family, which very yeah right very, before, like what was that his morning. grandfather like that morning? That morning, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know how he out. played. Unreal that that yeah. he was able to compose, keep himself composed, and and play as well as he did. Yeah, he had yeah. a belter. He had a real belter. You know, yeah. try try assist. Um, yeah, it just oh, looked he, like it. He was everywhere. I mean, mm-hmm. he was just a, a different class. Everything about him, he just he looks like the real deal. It's amazing seeing these actual young talents in the Blues sort of coming through now. And they, mm-hmm. they are also young as well because you've got 
Clark's only 21, Talea's like 23, mm-hmm. Rico's only 23, Hoskins are 2 21. Like these, these yeah. guys could be dominated for a long time to go. Yes, yeah, and Satutu yeah. had himself another great game. Oh. Um, yeah, so yeah. shocker, the shocker of the day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a great, that was a great little kick. I was like, was that that was? I thought it was Yawani real quick, yeah. and I was like, nope, no. that is not Yawani. Satutu <laughs> again, yeah. just oh, he just did everything. His defense at the end because it was such a tight game in the end. But yes, some monstrous pressure in the the final 10, 10 minutes or so in the Blues twenty two, and Satutu was. Some enormous hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and we can't ignore the other back rower that scored two for Papa for these guys. Papa Lee, Papa Lee. You know? oh. he's like, hey, don't forget about me. Uh, I'm yeah. here too, guys. You know, don't forget about this guy that let's play to the All Blacks as well. <laughs> and and I have to give love to to Sam Nock because I've yeah. I was, I've been hard on him for a long time, and and boy, is he has he turned it around? He's improved. He's improved. He had improved before the break too. Yeah, he had improved before the break. To be fair, so you know that. Yeah, was... and it's just it's good to see him because there's there's been players who were were good before the break that are kind of returning to to form. Uh, <laughs> he's not he's not one of them. Yeah. Um, that that he's uh you know he's he, I'm, and by that I mean like they were playing a little bit above the they're punching above their weight class yeah, and, and they came back, down, back to down to earth. Mm-hmm. He's been just continuing to improve and um his, his I I made it a point to watch his service and. You know, when when he has a, a a flat first receiver, he's hitting them right where they need where they yeah. are. Um, when he's he's got an attacking first receiver, he's leading them in, into the gap. It's it's really been, you know, helping that that attack flourish. Yeah, yeah, he's um he's he's been a class above what they had last year, and yeah. he was part of the problem mm-hmm. last year um, along with Michael Ruru. Yeah. Um, but thankfully that's no longer an issue. They have Finlay Christie to back him up just in case he starts to flounder. Um, we should not uh, ignore the other eight man on the other side because he, uh, he didn't have a great first half, but he had a great second half. Yeah. Uh, Michaela too. Oh boy. Yeah. He's, uh, you know, they got eight men coming out of their ears down in New Zealand, apparently. They're ready too. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh. This guy, this guy, he was a huge part of that first trial that they scored. Um, yeah, fucking this dude runs runs just as hard as Tutu does, and he's just as good. Like, yeah, he really how? does. He carries carries so well, like generating so many meters, and him and Frizzell in the back row as well. I mean, it's just back yeah. row. Time. A, lot of, a lot of good talent in that back row for uh, for New Zealand in general, but uh, even Highlanders, which I don't think it's uh, as much notice right now with Blake yeah. Tutu, Artie Sevea, and so on. Uh, going on over there, but um, there's a couple more guys I wanted to mention on the Highlanders because it's not like they played like shit. They they had this game and they yeah. let it go. Right. Let's be real about this. Um, Rob Thompson, like how good how good has he been playing for this team? Uh, you know, very under the radar, but very but very quality. You know, he's he's got some good feet on him. He you know he doesn't quite have the ALB feet, but man, he's got some pretty quick feet for a guy that's playing in midfield. Uh, and then obviously the guy playing next to him um, or a little closer to him, Mitch Hunt played really well in this game as yeah. well, making a lot of people forget about Josh Uwani, you know, so, <laughs> which is and, a hard thing to do. And on the other side for the, for the Highlanders though, uh, Scott Gregory, mm. um, kind of awful that game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. To, to, the, to the point where, I mean, and, and it's one of those, you know, he's got a, a, a noticeable hair situation going yes, on. So it, it's one of those, you can't be that bad. You Thompson, can't play that yeah. poorly with that kind of hair without, <laughs> no. without consequences. So yeah, I, absolutely. I, 
I mean, I just some some three notes in a row I have here. Yeah. Uh, at in the the second half, it was like about yeah, fifty five minutes in, right after the uh, the Frizzell uh, try. I, I was like, you know what? The Blues haven't put Gregory under pressure at all this half. So you're 15 minutes into the second half in a, in a pretty close match. Um, mm-hmm. At this point, now you're losing. It's like you got to put some pressure on him. Almost immediately after that, I think Barrett puts a high ball on him. He fucks it up. Uh, mm-hmm. Gregory knocks it on. Um, and the Blues end up with a um, a penalty and then score. Mm-hmm. On the, <laughs> that's when Papa Lee scored a second. So and then right, right yeah, after yeah, that, yeah. right after that, Bryn Gatlin comes on to replace Scott Gregory. Yeah, probably should have done that beforehand, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you, you know, you have a guy who's kind of had to should have a target on his back. You, you can't waste 15 minutes not not putting any pressure on him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and yeah, it was at that point they're like, yeah, he's got to get out of here. <laughs> Do we have the news on Sam Gilbert and what's going on with that? I mean, look bad. No. Uh, oh. NC, no, I mean, I'm, really NCI or for the most part uh, NCI. So I'm guessing, the unfortunately, the worst, which is some sort of cruciate ligament uh, yeah, issue. That's my assumption, too. Yeah. Um, so that, you guy. know, when he, yeah, he just came down on it. it Awkward. And, yeah, and immediately lifted his leg and, and mm-hmm. went to deck and all that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it didn't look good. Yeah, and overall, the lineups were better in this game, too, I would say. Uh, both yeah. this one and the last one. The Highlanders were putting the Blues under pressure, which was what the Blues have been doing the last couple of weeks and with Tui Pelotu and the like. Um, yeah. Had been so, uh, you know, impressive by, for the Highlanders to challenge them. Uh, they had been you know, the, the lineup kings the last couple of weeks. So, uh, you know, props to the Highlanders for playing their asses off, and really they should have had this game. But they, they should have. They, they should have just couldn't, couldn't push it through in those final um, – 20 minutes mm-hmm. or so, but, um, yeah, yeah. I, and I, I do appreciate because I, 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 I like to talk about it um, and bitch when they don't, but I, I want to at least appreciate the fact that the Highlanders went for the corner. They went for the win yeah. late mm-hmm. rather than um, just uh, just trying to tie it up and play for, and play for the draw for that, yeah. or the golden point. How, yep. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, what we were which looking at. Kind of would have been cool, but um, at the same time, I, I love, I love the, the, the guts to, to go for the try. Yeah. Yeah, this is what we were complaining about last week, where there were uh, enough team, uh, certainly Hurricanes, uh, weren't quite going for the jugular against the Crusaders, and they paid for it later on. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, and, uh, and more drop goals. Uh, both missed. <laughs> both yeah. Did. yeah. And left-footed. Both of them went for the left-foot drop goal. <laughs> yeah, what a waste. What a waste. Yeah. <laughs> I remember making uh, – just drop goals have been a big part of Northern Hemisphere rugby for, for many, many years. And mm-hmm. I remember just during the Rugby World Cup, commenting on the fancy Rugby Geek Twitter about – Oh, some glorious drop goals. And all these Kiwis taking the piss out of me saying, you Northerners love your drop goals. No. And now look at you. Come yeah. around. Yeah. Come around. <laughs> yeah, look what you've done. Uh, yeah. So. My kids were really confused watching the game as well because it's obviously on Saturday morning over here about 8 mm-hmm. in the morning. So we, we love watching a bit of Super Rugby in the morning. And they're like, so who's playing? I was like, the Blues versus the Islands. All right, so who's in the white? The blues. Yeah. Who's in the blues? Uh, that's not helpful. <laughs> that doesn't make okay, sense. I'm, I'm glad you said that because I, I was thinking the same thing watching that. I'm like, wait, why? The, there's a blue team, but it's not the blues. Okay. No, okay, it doesn't. Yeah, I guess it, it took me a moment after opening kickoff to, to sort out who was who. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's up to the home team to change kit. So yeah, uh, they were they were left to have to change out of their blues. Uh, but oh well, uh, looks like they they uh, they made it all right. So yeah, the the Blues take down the Highlanders um, and stay the favorites right now. Maybe yeah, we'll see. Have to say we'll see. Um, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, feels like uh, a two horse race. That definitely. that make, that game on the eleventh of July is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next weekend. 
uh, we'll it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, let's look at let's look at the other horse, um, Crusaders and Chiefs. Yeah, I know this is a little bit of a, this is a bitter one for for Ben. Um, showed some fight in the end. The Chiefs did. Um, well, they yeah. took out the the guy who was fucking up their attack. So yeah, yeah, that helped. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tupaya. Yeah, as soon yeah. as they took him out, they they you know he they they got three points with him in for sixty minutes, and in you know ten minutes after that, they scored ten, 10 points. points. <laughs> I, and, and yeah, and he wasn't like, how many line break? How many little line breaks did did Cruden make? And there was nobody to support him. Uh, yeah, like even early, he makes he made a quick line break, and Tupaya should have been there on his outside, but he was he was delayed. He was back looking for a pass rather than an offload, and that's when um, oh I can't remember who it was who picked it off for 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 the Crusaders. Uh, it must have been Enner, I think. Um, stepped in and and, mm-hmm. and and picked it off in his lane. And it's like, it. you know, if you were where you were supposed to be, Tupaya, that's a try. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. uh, oops. Frustrating as fuck there. Yeah, totally. Totally, totally, totally. Um, but again, um, I will say, uh, despite the really sloppy weather, this the lineups were fairly clean here too, for mm-hmm. the most part. Um, and you know, still low yeah. penalties too, even yeah. under that. Yeah. With that. Like a, yeah. a lot fewer of the, uh, yeah, it, it kind of, people fell into their habits late. So there were a little bit more, Mm-hmm. you know the, the the discipline at the breakdown penalties yeah. but other Going than that it was you know almost scrum penalty or offside or, or hands in the rock shit like that so mm-hmm. it feels like the ref was being a bit more lenient in this game i know uh, gatland was kicking off at full time about good he slowing the ball down for the um, yeah he, for the last for the last try but he, he was certainly lenient with the crusaders <laughs> <laughs> i had a feeling that was coming <laughs> listen i'm not i'm I'm not completely arguing against it i i, I was watching good you i'm like is that, that that's a penalty no way that's no way that's not a penalty yeah i was Absolutely like none and, and weber was freaking out and i don't blame him at all like he's yeah, like yeah, yeah. i can't get to the fucking ball i understand yeah I totally understand, and he had every right to be. And they've been; they were pretty hard on that the last two weeks yeah. too. So, right. for that to and then the ball bounced go, away. Like it, it caused all sorts of shit. And it's like mm-hmm. you know, it's not just what he did, but what it caused. And then, then the situation that he caused by doing it illegally absolutely should have been a penalty. Um, no, mm-hmm. it, it, no defense for the Chiefs there. That was unbelievably stupid to just go to sleep, and hmm. you can't start totally. working the. And it's not going to change his call. You can yell at him, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> But you gotta you gotta stay connected enough to, you know, to, to watch out for a quick line out. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Although it also, I think there was other questions as to whether it touched because it went right into some like photographers and stuff. So did it touch anybody? The referee seemed to yeah. to say that it didn't. I don't know that he got a good look. Uh, there's a lot around the management of that situation that I just I didn't like. Yeah. Well. Um, not that it. I don't think it changed the outcome. Um, but it's just one of those like. Yeah, I don't think he did a good job there. Mm-hmm. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, um, I mean, I will say that, you know, it's pretty noticeable that the Crusaders have gotten a huge boost from Sam Whitelock being in there, especially now that we know Scott Barrett's going to be out for the remainder of yeah. this competition. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's that's huge. Not too, not too bad to have him to call upon when you lose <laughs> right. a, when you lose an all-black. Uh, I lost one all-black lock. Oh, I got another one. <laughs> No big deal. <laughs> we allow yeah. a spare all black. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. No big deal. <laughs> no big deal. Although I will say, um, a guy that doesn't have an all wax cap right now that might get one 
in the next year or so is Colin Grace. That guy. Oh my god. That guy is not Tackle missing too monster much. like yeah. twenty-two tackles. Yeah, he's, he's not missing much. Yeah, I saw. I, I was like, Colin Grace tackled that guy, and then he tackled that guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he just got up and kept going. I was like, this dude is a freaking Energizer Bunny. Good lord. Yeah. He had a similar stats last week as well. He was, I think, he was about twenty odd tackles last week as well. Mm-hmm. Just an absolute machine. Yeah, he's uh, he's trying out twenty tackle games like it's yeah. his job. Very, very, very simple things for him. Just tackle and don't don't stop. <laughs> so he's pretty he's pretty good. Um, do and I'll ask this to the Chiefs fan. Um, do you think Tonkayaho stays on the bench after this this last one here? Had a no, couple I don't of, think there's sh- had a couple of bad lineouts and then he fumbled the last the, that that last goal line uh, opportunity there. And that was that's the one thing that he's good at in my opinion. His lineouts are eh, but his carrying yeah. is amazing. So the thing that he's supposed to be good at cost him. So it's yeah. like mm, yeah, but that you? that'll happen. Um, you know, you you're not just because you're good at something doesn't mean you're going to be perfect. So as long as you do the things you do well, you can, the team can work around it. Um, I get, I, but I agree though. The lineouts were better. Um, they, you know, yeah, he didn't do so hot when he came in, but he was, um, yeah, he was definitely the downside on that one. Again, that's not my main concern. My main concern for the Chiefs is at thirteen. Um, everything else, they've they've been workable, but um, you know, even Anton Leonard Brown's not getting loose at twelve. And, no. and I, don't, I think it's because he just doesn't have the space to operate because I think teams, especially this past week, I think the Crusaders just ignored Tupaya because they're like, you're not going to do anything, so let's just shut down ALB and, and we'll go from there. Yeah. So uh, to me, the, the, the big key for, for the Chiefs, if, if they want to have success the rest of the way out, is, is finding a, a 13 that you know, doesn't have his head up his ass. Yeah. Do you want to bring uh, Tumo Manu into 13 next week possibly? I would like that very much. Yeah, yeah. He's on. And he's on his way out too. Yeah, but I mean, you, and you, you know, you still have Alamalo, who's not, you know, hasn't played yet. So you could always, at that point, bump a wing into thirteen. Do something is there. Alamalo fit? Is he? Is he not injured? Uh, I don't know. I we don't get yeah. the news about the players no. easily over here. Um, so I, I can't say for sure. Yeah, um, but, would, but he did I play. Assumed- I would have thought he would be starting if he was fit. I, I assume he'll yeah. he would be he would be at least in the twenty three if he was healthy. Yeah. So I'm going to assume that he's knocked up somehow. Right, um, he was in the he was in the twenty three last week. Yeah, so maybe he got banged um, up. And maybe they were trying him out. And he's not, him. just not ready yet. Yeah, possibly, possibly, or he picked up something in the last week plus. Um, oh, some somebody we somebody else we missed in the player movement. Tyrell Ardern leaving leaving uh, Hamilton, going to France. Uh, another fellow North American on his yeah. way on his way to Europe. Um, I mean, he's he's gonna be he'll be remembered there for a while. He's been there for a while. He's been yeah. he's played very well for that team. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they call him a funny talker. If it was <laughs> 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 so, yeah, one of the funny talkers down there on his way over to France. Which I mean, I don't think he's from Quebec, so it's not gonna help him. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he'll be all right. Just the same. No, he's a, he's been a good servant to to the Chiefs. I will say that. So, mm-hmm. um, Godspeed over in France, though, man. That's competitive, and it's the Wild West. I swear to God. Yeah, it is. You know, it kind of is. So yeah, man. What are we? What else are we gonna do? Oh my God. Uh, we'll see. Um, but yeah, so the Crusaders take down the, take down the Chiefs and keep themselves at the front. Um, they look. They just look like they haven't been away. Like that. <laughs> that back line is. Unbelievable, considering the conditions. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just the, yeah. We have to remember this is this is not this is their winter, and it's it's yeah. not the traditional winter of snow. It's rain. Yeah. It's a shit ton of rain, and it's not fun to play in. I would rather play in snow. <laughs> that's me personally, but that's just you know you you grow oh, up. It's, it's, it's awful. I mean, I, I'm a back myself. I'm sorry to say, and <laughs> just when you have conditions like that, you know, oh, well, this is not going to be a day for us. Mm-mm. Yeah, um, you know, all of them, Moanga, Goodhue, Severis, like literally every time he gets the ball, you're just like, oh my god, what the there he goes. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he didn't get any tries, but I think he set up two for Will Jordan. He yeah. set up yeah, at least the, the one with Will Jordan. Like, yeah, no, both of them. He, he, yeah, he both? caught the, yeah. the high ball. He caught. Oh and yes. Gone. Yeah, and it was thought. like. Yeah, it was. I didn't think anybody was going to catch him there. No, Brad. Well, Brad Weber showed his speed on that one for sure. He did. Yeah, big yeah. time. I mean, if there's a if there's a faster, I I want to see Brad Weber and Weber and uh, Kobus Reinach go at it and see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> forty meter run. Off you go. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be fun. that'd be a fun one to watch. So yeah, here we go. Um, geez, we're getting we're getting right into it now. We got four games to pick, Matt. Then unbelievable oh my yeah. god <laughs> hey we're but we're perfect so far well yeah, no we're not hey, we, we, we're, well, we're we got each week yeah. we got off the we got off the uh we got off the schneid we both got we both got a win here uh we got two wins this past week thank god finally finally no more losses um so yeah but you neither you or i are has um provided separation from each other no yeah. we will this week yeah uh, one maybe <laughs> yeah 159 and 76 both of us <laughs> yeah good god all right, we'll see. Well, this week we are going to definitely get some separation. Yep. Because I assume that neither one of us is going to pick the opposites. Um, I'm team coming up here. Likely. Uh huh. But let's look at the first game: uh, Highlanders Crusaders. Thoughts? Uh, the high. I mean, the Highlanders are clearly a. You know, they're not the perfect team. Uh, it's hard to say that the Crusaders aren't the perfect team. Um. Mm-hmm. So I. I think it's going to be, uh, you know, and we still have the, though the home teams are doing, are clearly uh, benefiting from, from that. So there's actually crowds, which is nice. Yeah, it is nice. So that's something to factor in. Um, But I, I can't pick again. I don't think I can pick against the Crusaders in this match. There's, you know, especially against the, you know, the two teams at the bottom of the table are at the bottom of the table for, Oh no, I guess Highlanders are in the middle. Sorry. Got them yeah, backwards. They're one. They're yeah. ones, um, but yeah. Yeah, they're imperfect as far as you know, one and one. But I don't see them winning this, so I'm going to go with the Crusaders. I, I you know, as George said, that back line is is it doesn't have any flaws in it right now, and and that yeah. that alone is going to carry them, I think, in this match. It's hard to find a weakness in many places in that team, and I think under the roof as well, we're going to mm. see some pretty um, pretty tasty rugby from them. So. Yeah. I agree with you, Ben. I would go for the Crusaders as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I have a hard time to think otherwise Crusaders here. I mean, David he- David Havili's coming off the bench. Like, geez. <laughs> what do you what does that say about how good that the rest of them are? Like David Havili, who was, you know, a, a machine before the, the break here, still a machine just coming off the bench now. <laughs> like, damn. Hard to say otherwise. Yeah, All right. I mean, I was not happy when he came on either. I was like, oh, okay, well. No, oh, this is going to be a problem. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Um, to Hamilton, Chiefs and Hurricanes. Well, it ain't going to take a whole lot of rocket science to figure out who the hell Ben, ben and I are picking in this, especially since neither one of us has won a damn game. So I'm going to back my guys, obviously, although I think 
if I was picking with my brain, I'd actually probably pick the Chiefs because they looked a little bit better this past weekend. Yeah, this is one where my, my head and my heart are kind of aligned. Uh, it, it also, but it really depends to me. It depends on who's, who's wearing that 13. Um, if, if it's Tupaya, then I, I think that opens the door for the Hurricanes um, just because I think it'll limit what the Chiefs can do. Uh, I think Gatlin's smarter than that at this point. He's seen, he, he should have seen enough now that, you know, if it's, if it's one match here, one match there, but now it's three straight matches that, that Tupai has been uh, an issue to say the least. Um, I think they'll, they'll put someone else in that Jersey. And I think that might help open up the attack uh, along and that along with the, the, the better discipline that they've shown as far as the, the penalties. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that might that alone should should carry them this match. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I, I'm veering towards the Chiefs as well. Like I, I feel like the Canes are just looking a bit lost at the moment. I think they're missing Jordy Barrett. Um, should be back this week. Should be should be should back be, this week. Should be back this week. Okay. They rest, but, they rested him last the last match yeah. in anticipation of the bye. So the thinking is maybe he won't start, but he he will be in the twenty three. Yeah. I, you know, I don't think they're utilising their best weapons particularly well either. Nagani Lamapi just um, he was he wasn't playing his natural game last time round. No, um, no. Although he he made somebody look silly for the for the Amua try, but yeah, <laughs> it's hard it's hard to it's hard to <laughs> tackle Lamapi when he doesn't yeah. want to be tackled. <laughs> it really is, and that's that's what he's best at, and that's what he needs to to focus on. Agreed. Um, but yeah, I I feel like the Chiefs probably have got a bit too much about them. I, I, I reckon it'll be close, but I, I could see the Chiefs taking it. Yep. No, I, I don't disagree. All right. And then over to Oz for the first Super Rugby AU game. Um, Reds Waratahs. This is, this is, these are two teams that you definitely don't know what you're getting. Who's <laughs> <laughs> right. going to turn up? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, you know, I, I think with the, the Reds being the home team, and I don't think mm. that they've lost nearly as much um, in in this break as the Waratahs have. Um, again, and and again, the Curly Beal loss is I think that's more locker room and, and team cohesion than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's still that's still a huge loss, and you know, in the intangibles. Mm-hmm. Again, we need to know which Reds team's going to show up, but I, I, I would still go with the home team at this point. No, I agree. Yeah. Attacking, attacking talent. Mm-hmm. They, they were putting together the odd good performance before the, um, before the lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, probably a tiny bit more consistent than the task, although consistency isn't a strong point. Right. No. I, think, <laughs> I think home advantage will probably take them over. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll bet. Uh, you know, it's hard to pick against Michael Hooper, but I'm going to pick with James O'Connor. Maybe I'll, I'll frame it that way, um, along with um, the likelihood of um, Danganu possibly being back in Haggerty. Um, Liam Wright's still on the squad, even though they lost Isaac Rada. Yeah, I will, I will, I'll go with the Reds for sure. Reds, Reds, Reds. All right, and then another one. This will be fairly interesting again. Uh, Brumbies are definitely the, the the most consistent team here. Probably the favorite. What Rebels team shows up? Which one? Because if it's the really high powered offensive machine, they know they can be. It's going to be a try fest since anybody's game. Mm-hmm. But if they I, I, fall apart, meh. 
And I, th- I think that the, uh, in this one, maybe more so than, than the Reds Waratahs, I think the, uh, the new laws around the 50-22, 22-50 are going to come into play here. Um, if that actually, if the, the Rebels can use that to their advantage and open up space mm-hmm. um, with those kicks, they, this could become a more like a, a track meet kind of both ways. It just could be mm-hmm. a wide open game. Um, in that case, I, I would, I'd go with the Rebels. Um, so I'm going to go with the Rebels. How about that? How about that? All right, we might have some separation here. All right, um, I am going to go with the Brumbies. Um, I have a hard time picking against them right now. Uh, again, consistency. I love the Rebels and what they do. Like, if I had to pick an Australian team, it would definitely be the Rebels. Mm-hmm. But I just know the issues with their game and mostly just having them turn up. But, I mean, on their day, yeah, they're going to be a fucking tough out. But I don't know. I don't know if, if, if this is the day that they get done, especially where they're – with the uncertainty of how Melbourne's turning out right now with a with a with an outbreak going on, and they can't play at home, they can't stay at home, um, so they're going to be sleeping in um, uh, Sydney for a while here. So we'll see how how this goes. Yeah, uh, I'm with you, Jared. It's that that Brumbies pack as well. Just George, we we had a thing. Sorry, man. Sorry, <laughs> Not man. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was say uh, like Brumbies. I, I'm backing them to to take the whole to take the whole tournament, and I think they're going to start off strong against the Rebels. They mm-hmm. they they left when they were hot before the lockdown, and I can just see them picking straight back up where they left off. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm really hoping for. Uh, so this is to me more much more so than than um, Aotearoa. Aotearoa. I'll get that right one time. <laughs> Out of um, to me, this is much more of an exhibition style season with the the law changes and and mm-hmm. you know, the Aotearoa is a lot more of a yeah they're playing rugby they're playing however many matches and 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 mm-hmm. and it's the you know the same stuff as we were seeing before. This is going to be different. It'll be interesting to see how the teams are. And to me, I'm hoping and I, I was hoping for more of it from Aotearoa, um, just a lot more of, of open attacking rugby, like kind of leaving it all out there, trying to score points rather than uh, playing it safer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hoping to see a little bit of that from, yeah. from Australia, just saying, you know what, let, let's see some, you know, 40 to 35 scores. Let's yeah. see, you know, <laughs> let's get some, some, go for some tries rather than yeah. um, the, the penalty kick fest mm-hmm. that we had last week. In, in, in New yeah. Zealand. yeah, we'll see. Um, I will say good news for you and I have been on the side. I spoke with them. ESPN is going to carry it. Nice. So, uh, oh, I, I, I screenshot that conversation. Uh, so when they come back and say, <laughs> yeah. oh, we're not caring. Like, oh, really? You had this guy tell me otherwise. So you yeah. better. Well, I am not ESPN's favorite person right now. I will say that right now. I am no. not their favorite person. <laughs> but they've been, they, I mean, they didn't really, technically they didn't officially announce it till what, the Friday before the first, like hours before think, the first yeah. match. Right? <laughs> yeah. For New Zealand. So, so I'm guessing we'll have the same again uh, this week. Yeah, we won't find out until Wednesday, Thursday that they're yeah. carrying it technically, but they've been told that yeah, they're just trying to get it on the schedule. I was like, yay, thank you. Although I had to right. ask, I had to ask the question ten times because they definitely yeah. tried, definitely tried to dance around it, and then finally they're like, crap, I actually have to go find this answer. <laughs> and, and one last bit for me on the the Super Rugby Australia, um, and especially with the the fifty twenty two twenty two fifty rules, mm-hmm. um, I had a thought because I was watching this past weekend. Uh, watching the uh, New Zealand play, um, 
and thinking about the those kind of kicks and when you'd see them and and how how much space there is and and yet yeah, I think especially in the uh, um, in the Chiefs match there were significant opportunities for it um, mm-hmm. more yeah. so in other matches but what I also realized is that it's going to be something interesting to see on free kicks. Yeah. You know, we we yeah. see a lot of, of scrum resets, you know, of, you know, free kicks awarded at like, you know, 10 meter line. All right, we'll, we'll reset for a scrum. Cause what, what else are you going to do in this case? If you take a, a quick tap, you pass it out, you know, one or one or two, and then, then chip for inside the 22. Mm-hmm. Now you've gone from, from instead of, uh, you know, reset the scrum. Yeah. I'd be okay with business. that. It's okay. Now we you get it out and, and you, you kick and maybe you, you have a line, you know, off the, off the free kick, you have a line out inside the other team's 22. That's something yeah. I, I actually am excited to see if that, if that happens. Um, fewer yeah. scrums, fewer scrum resets. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's play rugby. Yeah. You uh, that that can play that. into the rebels hands as well, actually, because Matt Tamua, you know, has a decent kicking game. Yes, he does. So, that could definitely play to their advantage. It's yeah. going to be fascinating. Yeah, yeah I, I, cause I, I, you know, no, I don't know how many coaches have coached this, you know, let alone the players playing it. Cause you have sure. to, it has to come from the coaches, how are they going to use it? Uh, and in, in, in what situations? So I, I'm really interested to see how the, the coaching staffs have uh, trained their players to use it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And if it's going to take a couple of weeks for everything to settle in. Yeah, we shall see. It'll be, It'll be interesting. Uh, if they use that law for those types of reasons, I will be okay with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have more of an issue with the fifty twenty two than I do the twenty two fifty, just because I, I don't I don't want it to just turn into kicks back and forth. Because you know, listening to my kids that I coach, they're like, "This is the most boring part of the game." Like the kicks back mm-hmm. and forth. I'm like, yeah. "I know, guys, but like if you and some of them are super rugby nerds and, and they appreciate what's going on there, but not all of them are. So yeah, you know, trying to keep the kids involved and trying to keep that that you know theme going." Let's uh, let's let's hope that it works out the way Ben just described, as opposed to just people trying to kick way too freaking much. Yeah. I'm not into that. That's just that's, I'll, I'll pass. Yeah, Especially just, if it's a free, like a free entry into the 22 is. That's a, that's a lot for me to stomach, um, at mm-hmm. the moment. And and I guess the other question is: is it is it a, is there a carry back rule, like similar to how it is in inside the 20, you know, inside the 22 versus carried back, you know, brought back? Um, so if you have a a scrum just outside the 22, mm-hmm. you know, could that be used for a 2250 rule or does it have to be, you know, I, I just don't understand. The, the yeah. Full, I don't know. Full no, details yeah. of the law. That's a, that's an, that's an interesting question. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll <laughs> so find there's out. A, there's a lot that we're going to find out this weekend and <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. That, that there is, that there is. Okay. This was a shitload of fun. Um, as always, um, thank you guys for listening. George, you're the man. Thank you thank so you, much, George. Thank, thank you, thanks, thanks for joining us, man. It's Mate, uh, it's a lot of lads, fun. Absolute pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. When um, hopefully when COVID is no longer a thing, we can get some sort of transatlantic. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, visitation going on here, and yeah. you know, yeah. There's definitely like, a there's definitely so. a celebratory trip to England in order for for, yeah. for Jared and myself. Dooley. Yeah, for sure. Surely <laughs> yeah. a game and then several beers, I think. Uh-huh. Several yeah. games and yeah. <laughs> and several beers. Yes. No. No. Wi- no wives. No wives. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So just the same. Thank you, George. Thank you guys for coming Thank along you. as always. Um, we are. We really appreciate you. We'll be back next week to digest all the BS that goes on in Super Rugby Australia, along with the next round of Super Rugby Australia. Until then, um, 
We'll catch you guys next time. Thanks for coming along. Have a good one. Later. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.